0: What's up, everyone? Before we get started on the episode, we just want to take a brief second to thank our sponsor, Vanquishers.
1: Sci-fi, jumping through dimensions, being the hero fighting to create balance across all existence. Does that sound like the kind of heroic journey you would be excited to experience?
0: Look no further than Vanquishers Trading Card Game. That is within your reach. So, step into the Vanquishers universe today. Get exclusive access by joining our community at www.vanquishersTCG.com. Select your hero, equip weapons and armor, and vanquish your enemies. Now let's get started on the episode. Welcome back everyone to the Popcorn Podcast. This week we're going to be talking about Season 6 of Peaky Blinders. And if we sound a little annoyed, it's because we just recorded a whole Peaky Blinders episode, but then the internet cut out and didn't save a single second of our entire recording. It was definitely like an hour and 15 minutes. It felt like a long episode. It It was very long. But uh, yeah, we are here to now do episode 46, and we're going to redo our Peaky Blinders review. This isn't going to be a super long episode, but we just need to put one out because we don't want you guys to go a week without hearing our impeccable thoughts on film and TV yeah. and movies. But if you want to check out our show, check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Music, I just said Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, anywhere you can find podcasts, especially Spotify, because we are at over 630 reviews right now, and I want to be at 700 by the time I come home. And yeah, we are super excited to talk about this season. The season was a little bit of a miss, but still a good season. Do you agree? Yeah. You, You look so sad. Oh, yeah.
1: No, I think this
0: season
1: <laughs> was still good, but it was just not as good as the rest
0: of the show. I think no, that's kind of the... No, basis. the show, it kind of... Having to rewrite the entire show, sadly, because um, Helen McCrory, McCrory passed, away. passed away was really... I think that might be one of the downsides of the season, is having to rewrite it. Yeah. And that's going to always be a difficult job for anyone. Especially when you have to take out one of the main characters of the entire show. Yeah. But there was just a lot of downsides to it. Like, there wasn't a big bad... No. Like, that's like what you've said before. That's one of the best parts of the show is always the villains, mm-hmm. and this show didn't have it this season. There We've was been, yeah. four villains Four we keep calling them villains. They're protect. They're antagonists. antagonists. Actually, just depending on what country you're in, it might be. Well, yeah. I mean, pretty much a villain, but well, not the not to some countries. At yeah, that not to Nazi Germany. But we're not Nazi Germany. <laughs> no, we we think they're we think they're evil. <laughs> some people maybe not, yeah. like Seattle. <laughs> They have they have their thoughts. Yeah? Seattle? Seattle? Who's calling out Seattle. Yes! I don't know. We have no listenership in Washington State, so. Because. Washington State? Who, who, who lives there? <laughs> Kurt Cobain lives there. That's it. All he did. He did, yeah. I said did. He uh, Amanda Knox lives there. Do you not know who Amanda Knox is? I don't know who Amanda the girl, is. She was in France and her roommate died and she went to prison for the murder, but then she was found innocent. Yeah, it's a super famous courtroom. And. oh, huh, I lost Wi Fi on my. No, computer. I hope. I swear to God, we lose Wi Fi. If it did, I'll be upset. I didn't lose Wi Fi. I'm still good. We're still going okay, strong on the popular sure I'm, I'm, I'm podcast. I'm late sitting. I'm not going to go on the Peaky it's not happening again. But Peaky Myers is sitting at 94% on Rotten Tomatoes with an 88 on IMDb. Okay. And I don't think I, I really agreed with the score for the whole show. I think a 94 is a really high score to give a TV show. I mean, it's one of it's like my favorite TV show of all time. It's yeah, like, like I, I think Game, Game of, of Thrones it. is like a 90. Yeah, and that's my favorite show of all time. Mm-hmm. I think it's really hard to break 90 as a TV show. Yeah, I agree with you because there's so much stuff going on. It's so much longer, and all this, all the different things that go into a TV show. Yeah, but. What, what, what do you want to give this season? I'm going to give it a 79. I think I give it a 77. Yeah, you give it a 77. Yeah. yeah, this it just had its issues. There was no... It didn't feel as much like Peaky Blinders as all the other seasons do. Yeah.
1: That's that's the main thing. It didn't feel like... It didn't feel nearly as good as the
0: other seasons. And Michael's arc seemed a little... was extremely weak in this. Yes. he yeah, Michael was
1: kind of meant to be the main villain, main antagonist, and he's
0: in prison for the entire season yeah he's in one scene in the opening of the show mm-hmm. this season yeah then goes to prison and then doesn't leave prison until episode six the finale yeah and then he's in that episode and this show this up just so you guys know if you're listening this is gonna have spoilers for Peaky Blinders so don't listen unless you listen watch the show yeah so I'm gonna get into the spoilers in five seconds five four three two one when Captain America came in it was I love that it's like <laughs> an ongoing thing when you just <laughs> say superhero shut up <laughs> But uh, Mike was killed by Tommy, and it's it should have been like a big moment in the show, but it really wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't a lot behind it because they didn't they weren't like confronting each other. Like, what makes the show so good is like the villain and him always have these moments where they pretty much tell each other that it's going to come down to those two. Yeah, but there was there wasn't that moment. Yeah, there's always a moment
1: of just like they can just talk to each other and just like having. Them- Almost like an intellectual battle, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: and like they they try to do it in the very first episode, but it's the first episode, so you are trying to like yeah figure out what happened over these last four years. Cuz yeah. that, that's the thing I like about Peaky Blinders. Every season has a time jump. Yeah, and I, I like want to do it from
1: like because it started just after World War One. They want to make it so it ends right as World War Two starts, but mm-hmm. like they want to go war it's to war
0: twenty years cool. apart,
1: nineteen seventeen to nineteen. I guess for England thirty eight. So some math on that.
0: 21 years. Yeah. That yeah, was pretty good. Yeah. You know, my history, baby. Cool. But uh I feel like of course Killian Murphy does a great job. He's he is Tommy Shelby right now. Like yeah. and he will always be known as Tommy Shelby. But it, he also didn't have like his moment. Like he always has a moment in the show that you're like, yeah, that's Tommy Shelby for you. Yeah. But he never had that in this season. No, that he didn't was a have that. that was a downside of the whole season.
1: Yeah. And even the villains like the other villains, the even the ones that were introduced like Yeah, Oswald Mosley, one of the best villains in the entire show of last season, season five. He's he's the man that Tommy Shelby can't beat, and he gets sidelined by his wife, who's more of a villain than he is in the season. And I didn't I didn't dislike her. I I like her, but she's not But
0: she still doesn't do enough. Yeah, she
1: doesn't do nearly enough. And the new villain that they got they introduced is um Jack Nelson, who's uh I I Taylor Joy's uncle. Yeah, who's Michael since they're married is his you know Uncle law. Yeah, Uncle law. It's he's Cool because he's like he's a gangster from Boston, he's got a cool accent, I guess. He's surface level cool, but like, there's no
0: development, yeah.
1: Because they tried to do the scene in every season, there's a scene where it's just Tommy and the villain talking. Like, one of the best scenes is Tommy and Luca Changreta talking, and he's like chipping the bullets away. Yeah, it's like you know, John Shelby spent, like that's one of the best scenes in the entire Spent,
0: show. yeah, it's what it's what around okay, is spent when you shoot it, mm-hmm. so they're saying spent,
1: yeah, so like. <laughs>
0: We're not going to argue this time.
1: <laughs> no, but I, I think they tried to do that with the scene in the church with him and Tommy,
0: but it just wasn't. There wasn't enough there to make it like, no. it, like it was a good scene, but like normally like when those scenes great. happen, there's like a lot of buildup for that, but we yeah. just met Jack Nelson, so it doesn't have it's that It's literally scene. the first time you've it. Yeah, that. so it's not like a big buildup scene. Like, yeah. I feel like every time him and Anya Taylor-Joy talked in the season was better than any of those type of scenes. Yeah. 100%. and she was in, she's great she's one of my fa- i think she's one of the best actors right now in the world mm-hmm. i think she's really becoming an a-lister yeah and she really improved from season five to now but yeah. she also has done four movies since then four very well received movies yeah i'd say the same thing like she she definitely stepped up for this season which is cool to see but
1: um yeah it was just kind of disappointing the entire season
0: but Michael like it felt like took like a downgrade though. Like it felt like yeah, he didn't have enough to do like his line, yeah. his script wasn't that great. Yeah, because his build up from season
1: five was great and he really seemed like going into this season he was gonna be the main villain. Even from the opening scene, like he's he's gonna kill Tommy Shelby.
0: Yeah, like the show became like it was kinda like Mike. it was just as much Michael's story as it was Tommy's going into yeah. this season. They became like co leads of the show. Yeah, and then Michael kinda gets sidelined for the whole season six. Yeah. Just to get killed in it was a cool plan but it's not as cool as half the other plans that they've mm-hmm. had like when Helen McCrory shoots Campbell in season 2 that's a great scene yeah, it was awesome or when he she tricks yeah. Luca in season 4 by yeah. him pretending the side it's great yeah like, great there's always hard. those great plans and this one didn't have it Make, yeah. faking Arthur's death yeah one of the best plans yeah. of the show I thought Arthur was dead everyone did no yeah. one thought he was still alive but it's just the show really didn't have that Moment that Peaky mm-hmm. Bynes always has like season five's moment was the finale, yeah, which is one of the best finales, yeah, of television, not even yeah. the show. It was an amazing finale, and four is just an incredible season, in my opinion, it's the best season of the show, yeah, mine too. Yeah, like I think, I think Adrian Brody, who hasn't done a great job since The Pianist,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is incredible, and it's one of the best movie performances of all time. He Went back and just gave this incredible force, which I think he could have earned an Emmy for. Yeah. Because I think he was genuinely one of the best actors in that. He well, I feel like he was the best actor in that season. Yeah, I'd say so too. And that, of course, Tom Hardy's always great, but he was also sidelined on this season. He's only in four scenes probably in the entire season.
1: Yeah. And he's
0: definitely kind of like uh, toned down a little bit,
1: maybe, because like you see. In season five his scar is much bigger than in this season
0: well because he's also healing so it makes sense
1: yeah but he got shot in the face like it doesn't mean the healing doesn't scar. go down
0: not for scars no but I, that's right that's only a that's the shortest time jump isn't it i don't five to six five to six it was four years is it always four years it's always something like that it's never because like I mean swelling goes down over time and I'm yeah. saying like he it makes sense if he got like proper maybe he got like stuff trimmed down maybe like a little bit
1: but it was like like a spiderweb going up the side of his face like, it's still so pretty it was, bad in six it was but it was just a much smaller hole yeah. it just didn't look as cool to me
0: no it doesn't look as cool because when you see him the first time in five it's an awesome moment yeah when he's like just sitting in that room just on the chair because It was cool with Steven Six because he's just in a dungeon pretty much. Yeah, listening to opera music. (laughs) Just by himself. And then he yells. That's a good scene between him and Tommy. When he's like, I told you not to smoke. He's like, I don't care, Alfie. Yeah, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Like, Alfie, I think, is one of the strongest characters throughout the show. And Mm -hmm. it's it's credit towards Tom Hardy, who I think is an incredible actor. Yeah. Seems kind of like he's a scumbag on set, though. Really? Yeah. uh, Sharice Theron came out and said that he, like, called the C-word, like, the whole time during Mad Max. Really? And he showed up late, like, every day. Well, he hated that movie, too. It's a great movie, though. He's apologized for that movie.
1: Like, he didn't think it was going to be good. Really? Like, he, yeah. He said he only did it for the money. He didn't think it was
0: going to be good. He but, for- but he'll do Venom? Oh, yeah, no. he's It's kind of odd, but... I, I think Tom Hardy's kind of... I feel like he kind of is kind of, like, not a nice guy. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't seem, seem like movie. a genuine human being. Yeah. I, uh, I, I am going to recommend one of his stuff for the Suggestion of the Week. I'm mm-hmm. going to recommend the Tom Hardy project, Yeah, but, uh, I think he fit perfectly as Alfie though. Yeah. I think it's no, one, my, as Alfie. one of my favorite performances in the show. I would say he's probably my favorite character from Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Cause Alfie's just the cool, funniest. He's dude. so much fun. Yeah. Anytime he's in a scene, it's just like, it's, it's one of the best scenes scene. in the, yeah. like the scene where he says like what line from season four, where he tells him like what line I have, what line have I crossed? And like all this stuff to Tommy. Yeah, it's one of the best scenes. Yeah, in the entire show, yeah, season three when he kidnaps season three, the Yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't kidnap him.
1: He the helps the people kidnap help. him. Yeah.
0: I hate that. I hate the priest. That's probably my least favorite season. Yeah, Even I think the, this is my least favorite season. But that that that's my second least favorite because that, that doesn't have a good villain. Yeah, it was just it was just the, whatever. My least favorite seasons are all the ones with one, three, and six, which I think have the weakest villains. Yeah, and then two four and five of the best villains. Yeah. But yeah, the show just didn't have its, It didn't feel as much like Peaky Blinds as it should have.
1: No, it, it felt very, very toned down because there wasn't as much focus on Tommy or the villains. Like it was very much, it felt more like a family drama than a gangster drama. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't as good as the other seasons. And it was kind of, it was weird too because like, even like the music and the action scenes were lacking.
0: Even though it did, I did love the gas mask scene. See, I didn't. Oh, I didn't so like cool. that scene
1: that much. Like, I, I didn't mind that there wasn't music. That was fine. Where it just it cuts out. But every time somebody got shot, like the first guy that Arthur shoots, and the screen kind of like shakes and goes
0: out of focus, like that was stupid. Well, that, that, that part. No. But I like I liked how like quiet and like small scale. No, yeah, was I like that part.
1: But then there's like the sniper and Arthur gets shot in the shoulder. But then, like they kind of have a plan. With Josiah up on up, up top with the machine gun, but even that, I was like, if you're a fan of the show, you notice things like every time Tommy beats somebody, he or like gets something, he uses it. Like season one, they had stolen the machine guns. In season four, he uses that machine gun against the Changretas. Yep. Stuff always comes back. After he beats Luigi Changretta, he starts using a Tommy gun. He uses his 1911. Like yeah. He, anytime he beats somebody, he uses it. When Josiah uses that machine gun. It's just a random machine gun. Yeah, it's not the it same It should have been the same one because, like, I feel like that was such a cool thing where they don't just get things. They like, earn them. They earn them every time, and
0: this it didn't feel earned. It didn't have that, that same feeling to it. Yeah. Again, let's go back to what we've been saying about the show. It didn't have that Peaky Blinders feel to it. Yeah, no. I know Sean's going to be mad that we're dissing on Peaky Blinders. What, did he like this season? Yeah, he loved I'm it. I'm sure he liked it. but like He loves every season. Yeah. I mean, there's still a good season. It just wasn't. Yeah, the it's just not. Best. Again, I said this in our last recording which ended. I said that The Godfather 3, people are like, oh, it's a terrible movie. It's not a terrible movie. It's a good movie. It's not great. It's are comparing it to two of the greatest movies in cinema history, yeah. which I disagree with. But <laughs> that's for a different day. But, yeah, this, it's hard to compare this when you have three of the best seasons of television yeah. in a six-season show. Yeah. And it's hard. Yeah. And we're going we're gonna to talk more about Peaky Blinders when we do our best TV show episode. Ryan has to watch True Detectives first. Yeah. And I'm not watching The Sopranos. I don't feel like watching it. I it's, really don't. It's so good, but it's so long. That's why, I'm, that's why I don't feel like pushing through it. Yeah. I'm, I'm also not a big fan of Mafia stuff. Yeah. Like, I love The Godfather. I love Goodfellas. Well, the Mafia stuff
1: in Sopranos is definitely toned down. Like, it's definitely more of, like, a family. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Movies.
0: And I already know how it ends. And I, Me, you've talked about this. I hate watching things. I know how it ends. Yeah. And Barry tricked me, because I thought that certain things happened, but it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. But uh, Did you finish Barry? Mm-mm. Okay. I still have three episodes. Okay. Which I'm going to probably watch today. Yeah. But, uh yeah, I feel like there's not a lot... It's kind of... There's not a lot to talk about. Like, this yeah. wasn't a great season. It wasn't a bad season. So, like, these are the hardest things to talk about, things that are okay. Yeah. Because it was just disappointing. Yeah, like, it's just disappointing. Compared
1: to the rest. But, yeah, I mean... Definitely, I said this on the last recording, but like, if you're on the fence of watching the show, still watch. Yeah, the still show. watch. It's it. amazing, but this season was definitely disappointing. But, but it still sets up the movie so well. Yeah, especially
0: with the end. The um, end going on the rampage at the end. Well, yeah, well, he's going to. He's go going to go. To, it's going to be a, the movie's going to be a revenge movie. Yeah, he's going to be getting every bit of revenge. Yeah, on um, well, he's going to attempt on Mosley because they can't. I don't think there's going to be a time jump this season in
1: the movie. I think if it is, it's going to be like... A year. A couple months, maybe. Yeah. Most of the
0: year. I don't think it's going to be much. No, it, won't be a f- it wouldn't make sense. No. Because four years from the time, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. make sense. Because that was the thing with this time jump. It's like Michael
1: was like, I- I'm going to kill Tommy Shelby. And and it, it jumps four, four years. years. It's like, I just smacked the microphone. I'm sorry if that made noise. It probably but, did. Um, yeah, Michael's like, I'm going to kill Tommy Shelby for killing my mom. And then it jumps four years. Yeah, so what were you
0: doing room. for four years? It's like... like
1: uh, the time jumps are great, and I don't think they do them poorly or anything. But it's like stuff needs to happen faster. Yeah.
0: But I, I really don't have anything else to say about the season. Yeah.
1: Do you? No. I think it's still a great show. Just disappointing season. Yeah. Do you want to hop into a uh, well, suggestion of the
0: week first? Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna keep mine. I'm gonna keep yours. The Lion King. Oh. Huh. yeah. It's a good one. It's a great one. I'm suggesting Taboo. All right. It's a show that was on FX. It's on Hulu now. It's Tom Hardy. It's a very good show. It is extremely violent, extremely dark. And it came out in 2017, I think. And people were like winning the second season. And it's finally going into production. Okay. And I highly recommend everyone check it out. My dad loves it. I eventually watched it. And I loved it. And yeah, it's a very good show. He pretty much just looks just like Alfie. But yeah. he's just murdering everyone that gets in his way. Nice. Very good. Do you want to hop into fan questions? Yeah. Cast okay, to that. So, the first fan question we have for this episode is What was the first film you remember seeing in theaters? This question is
1: from Chris. I think I said Avengers. Yeah. With, I saw it with my mom like super late. And I remember the first thing, cause it was 2012, so I was probably like um, oh, 10. Yeah, 9 or 10. 2003. Yeah. No, I th- yeah, I
0: must have been nine. But I, I remember was the first yep, scene. That makes sense. With Loki like stabbing all the guys, that's going to shit on me. Yeah, you were telling me that the rest was when me you were like, watching it together. Yeah. You were saying that scene scared you. Mine is uh, Rocky Balboa. I went and saw it at like a nine o'clock showing at AMC. The, what's it called? The Granite Run AMC, which got ter- turned down,
1: ter- oh, that torn yeah. down.
0: That movie theater was terrible. Oh, that thing sucked. Late up until, <laughs> the Granite Run Theater is a theater near where me and Ryan live. And it literally never had the reclining seats. No. Never got them. But it was, it was really also great. like five bucks. Yeah, no. It was the cheapest, most run-down movie theater ever. <laughs> I had good popcorn, though. Because yeah. I went in high school a couple times when like me and Anthony would go because mm-hmm. my teacher always assigned us like, go review this movie for me. Yeah, And we'd go. And it was always like five bucks. Really? With good, really good popcorn. Uh-huh. And, the, and the concessions were like five bucks. So you, each one of us would spend like ten bucks. Yeah. But it also had the old-time seats. Which was cool, oh, yeah, no. but the theater was disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, I went to like a 9, 9.30 showing of Rocky Balboa, and I was probably 4, 5, yeah. and I just remember loving it. And it's still my second favorite Rocky movie ever. And I yeah. saw my dad and grandma. And I think that's the only time I ever went to the movies with my grandma. Really? Yeah, I was supposed to go to see Elvis with her because <laughs> she's a massive Elvis fan, Yeah, but I'll be in California. Yeah. And Ryan hates Elvis, so. I don't hate Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't think the movie's going to be good. I think it looks okay. It just has that. It has the same smooth CGI. Yeah, but I think Austin Butler is going to be incredible. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think this will be like that's, his movie to make. Well, he's going to be in Dune 2 now. Yeah, that's that's the thing about this Elvis
1: movie. Like, I want to see Austin Butler because I think he's going to be amazing. I just don't think the movie
0: is going to be great. I think overall. he's going to carry it. I think yeah, it's going to be 100%. a fun, a fine movie. Mm-hmm. But I think he's going to be like incredible. a fine movie
1: with a great performance.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of things more recently. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, Crimes of the Future. Vigo gave an incredible performance in the movies mid. Yeah, movie is fine. Uh, but moving on to the second question. Another show that you think would benefit with ending on a movie. This question from Jack. Uh, I'm going with The Boys. Yeah. Because I think it has a good budget right now, but there are certain shots that look a little weird. Because mm-hmm. it's extreme superheroes. Yeah. And I think ending it on like a $200 million budget... Would make the movie would make it incredible to end on, but it's also be super hard because rated R is really hard to make money on. Yeah, but yeah, I think I said
1: Sopranos. Yeah, I mean, that's just because like it was originally meant to be a movie, so I think it'd be cool if it just ended had ended on a movie, like kept the same ending and everything. But yeah, I think like a movie would have let it. Yeah, like, if you combine this like last two episodes, it would be just just kind of neat to see. Yeah, you know.
0: No, I can't. Because the last
1: episode or two, they definitely like... I mean, the last season's amazing, but they kind of feel like one.
0: Is the last season good? Yeah.
1: And it's like two. It's like season six, part A, and part B. Like, there's Uh-oh. two seasons put into one more or less.
0: Nice. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, question number three. Favorite Johnny Depp films? Question from Natalie. We both said Pirates Academy. Yeah, the first one. Black Pearl? Is that one? Yep. Yeah. Then the next question is... What would you love to see Kelly Murphy do next? Question from Steve. I want to see him do a detective film or yeah. show because we love seeing Andrew Garfield take on a role that we've never seen him really take on before. And mm-hmm. under the banner of Heaven, it gave Matthew McConaughey one of his best performances in True Detectives. Yeah, Colin Farrell came back with True Detective season two, even though the story is not great. He's incredible in the show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Vince Vaughn's terrible, <laughs> but <laughs> Colin Farrell's awesome. Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, I said
1: something about, like, I mean, he's he's from Ireland, so I yeah. think an Irish thing would be great. And I think maybe sometime during, like, during, like, the famine and maybe, like, comes to America and he has to deal with, the like... The potato
0: like, famine? Yeah. yeah.
1: But, like, that was a main, like, when a lot of Irish people came to America. No, like I
0: just like of, saying the potato yeah, famine. Yeah, there was a lot of, like, racism and oppression. So I think that'd be
1: cool to, like, see him
0: go through that. Like the godfather, but it's the potato yeah. father. Yeah, the potato father. <laughs> I think I just made a movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, TV actor you want to see take on film So the Anthony Starr right Chris yeah, from Andrew Anthony Starr from I don't Voice. know a lot of TV actors there really aren't any like, yeah we said this everyone that movie does movie them is the like uh, maybe uh, the kid who plays Steve Joe Keen oh yeah Jake Harry. yeah he did Free Guy but I want to see him do more he's done a few movies but like but nothing big like, no. I want to see him take on like serious roles yeah because everything he's done has kind of been like Comedy. I
1: think he did one like kind of horror movie where he's like an Uber driver but a serial killer. That's a horror movie.
0: I, mean, like, I meant like serious a like The Departed yeah, you know. or something like that. Because he has a pretty good actor. Yeah, you no, know, he's great in Stranger Things. But uh, moving on from that, are you guys good at film trivia? It's a question from Nicole. Yeah, we're pretty good. Yeah, we're pretty good. Pretty good. Beat Raiders the, on their own game. Yeah, they owe us a podcast. They owe us their entire show and all of their earnings from 2022. From all time. No. Okay. Yeah, go back in the books and pants. No. <laughs> <Take out. laughs> uh, favorite spy franchise question from Ethan. Spy kids. Easy. <laughs> uh, James Bond. Daniel Craig Bond. Real answer probably Mission Impossible. I love Mission Impossible, but I, I think I think it's like Do you even consider those like spy movies. I guess you go like, spy movies. Yeah, it's a spy. But like at the same time, they're a little more like fun action movies, while like mm-hmm. Craig's are like dead serious. Yeah, and I I, I just like more serious turning things. Even though I do love Mission Impossible, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But uh, moving on from that, favorite dog movie? Curtis. Airbus. I've never seen a single airbus. I, I don't know which ones I've seen. I've seen like two, maybe. I don't I've know. I've never watched a single. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, bound. I don't know. What's that? Remember, they all get lost. They have to find their way home. Never they all talk
0: to each other. I've never seen one. You've never seen a dog movie? Not like those kind of... Is, Hawking Dogs? No. It sounds like Genius Babies. No, it's a Disney movie. I didn't watch a lot of Disney movies. It's got... Sally My dad showed me the... Michael J. Fox. It's a pretty good cast. Other people. Yeah. My dad showed me The Departed when I was nine years old. I had a little bit of a different childhood. Oh, yeah. No, that's cool. He showed me Halloween when I was like seven. Really? He was like... It was Halloween, it was like middle of the day on Halloween. And it was like, he was like, You wanna watch a movie? And I'm like, Yeah, it's on Halloween too. And he just left me there on the couch. And I just remember sitting there and a dude gets a needle stuck in his eye. Oh. and you know how I hate like stuff to do with people's eyes. But oh. it was like literally a close up of the needle getting pushed farther and farther. Yeah. And I was just like There's a scene in the very finale that you might not Ah uh, I I hate stuff with people's eyes. It really bothers me. I don't know why. Yeah. Out of everything, yeah, nothing bothers me. It's a good movie. It's got an eighty seven around from it. I'm not watching it. <laughs> it's, it's two dogs and a cat, and they get lost and they have to find their way home. Well, my choice is my dog Skip or Marley and me. Yeah, because you like seeing dogs die. No, I, I like don't. One of the sad – the most scene – a scene that I've probably cried the most at, besides the main Spider-Man too, is – no, I am legend. Oh, when he kills his dog? Yeah, it's one of the – especially because when I watched that, I still had my German Shepherd. Yeah. Sasha. I miss Sasha. She was a good dog. Hmm uh and then finally we have favorite foreign films question from hannah i don't think i had an answer for this i couldn't yeah you couldn't think of one. you don't watch a lot of foreign i don't really films. watch a lot of foreign films you have to watch them they're really good oh i do 100 foreign films are really good uh mine's the worst person in the world or old boy i do want to watch worst person in the world so good best yeah. script ever i'm i'm dying on that hill <laughs> You made me feel bad with my Oscars, so I picked it, and I failed. Yeah, I had a perfect score until you made me feel bad about my answers.
1: because <laughs> you sold out and picked Will Smith?
0: I did sell out because I wanted to win. My family's like, want to win?" Because my my family has a competition every year, and I've won three straight. But I'm mm-hmm. not allowed to be part of it anymore because, like, you own some movie podcast—you can't be part of this. Not fair. You're not I did. I got kicked out after I beat everyone by 12. You were juicing, right? I'm bad. <laughs> I was buried Bonds in it. <laughs> but uh, that was the final question. But before we end this podcast, we just got to take a quick second to thank the sponsors of the show, starting with Manscaped. So support for the Popcorn Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscapes performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you with 20% off and free worldwide shipping using the code C-N-B. C-N-B. Again, that's C-A-N-D-B. You spelled it wrong. At manscaped.com. If my math's correct, that's 7,999,998 balls since you have none. I'm speaking to Ryan, not to the fans. But uh the We're fore- talking to you, Daniel. What are you gonna do? What yeah, Daniel, what are you gonna what are you gonna do about Zach Sorry, Schneider? Will whoop your ass! But we uh, have Daniel on the No, he's not coming on my podcast. <laughs> but the Performance Package 4.0 has arrived, and oh man, it's a game changer! Inside the package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, which we love the deodorant and reviver. Mm-hmm. The Performance Boxer Breeze, which I love. And a travel bag to hold all your goodies. And the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is the future of grooming, and I dare to say the greatest ball trimmer ever. Especially after I went from just using an electric razor and I was cutting myself and
1: it, oh, made, nice. it
0: really hurt. Yeah. So going from that to a, a 4.0 lawnmower, lawnmower 4.0 is incredible. It has cutting edge ceramic blades to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. Yeah. The lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof and has a 400k LED light. Yeah, it's great. And because this. Trimmer is waterproof. You don't have to worry about that messy bathroom floor anymore with the hairs everywhere. because That's just disgusting. Clean up after yourself, guys. But I think our fair thing is the crop preserver, the ball deodorant. Yeah. And because it really changed the way you approach your hygiene routine. And trust me when I say, it, fellas, your balls will thank you. <laughs> so if you want 20% off in free shipping, use the code C N B Again, that's C A N D. At manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscape Thank you, Manscape, for sponsoring this podcast. And this episode. Stop dropping and the our next sponsor, movieposters.com. <laughs> we love movieposters.com because of course we love movies and they have sent us amazing posters i can't wait to get some more i really would love to get a men poster alice garland's men even though the movie is okay it has one of the coolest posters from the tunnel and they their posters are super high quality you can get them for anywhere from 25 dollars all the way up to 200 dollars. they have some incredible blade run 29 49 posters star wars lord of the rings any ip franchise you can think of any movie you can think of yeah and we love them. We, our posters look incredible and we're super excited to get them framed and hung up for the studio. And we can't wait to show you guys. But if you want 10% off and free shipping on these things, which I mean, who doesn't love saving money, Ryan? Oh, we do. Everyone does. Just use our code, popcorn10. Again, that's all caps, popcorn10 at moviepush.com. So thanks to them. Yeah, thank you, moveposters.com.
1: And everyone who uses our code to purchase amazing movie posters
0: oh yeah and if you enter using our code you'll be available for a giveaway which, we'll, which we'll be doing next month yeah so that's super exciting and you can win free stuff any free 25 dollar poster you want you can get if you enter and use our code popcorn 10 but is there anything ryan you want to add before we get going
1: no i think that's it um thanks for listening thanks for rating us on spotify five stars baby beat nerd soup which is cool that's very cool and um Raiders of the Lost Podcast still owes us their podcast. That is true. But um, uh, you should stop him before I keep going. What? Nothing. All
0: right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. We absolutely love you guys. We think you guys are an amazing community. You've made the show more than we ever thought it could be. We never thought we were ever going to leave our parents' basement, but we finally have. And, yeah, we're super excited to keep bringing you guys more and more episodes. And the next episode you guys will be getting is a Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 1 Review, and we're super excited to talk about that, and we will talk to you guys later.